You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. He's a man. He's a man with a dream. Ha! Don't understand? Let me paint the scene. Oh, oh. I am a man with a dream. A dream of setting guitarists free to compose for orchestra, to compose for video and television. Music Interval Theory will set you free. Hello to all you guitar lovers out there. I'm TC and your host for this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about pentatonic dominant. Pentatonic dominant and how to build pentatonic scales around dominance. Dominance, as you know, are seventh chords, ninth chords, eleventh chords, and thirteenth chords. The type of chords we use in jazz, rock, and blues. Fantastic! Let's jump right into the subject of pentatonic dominant scales, chords, and what they're all based on. The first thing I want to do is Let's talk about ninth chords. And here's why. Because a ninth chord has four parts. If we take the four parts of a ninth chord and add a root, we have five notes, and that will be pentatonic. So let's start looking at ninth chords right off the top here. I'm going to play a four-part open voicing ninth chord and all the positions of that ninth chord. And since there are four notes, there will be four positions. Here they are. The four notes in a dominant ninth chord are the third, the fifth, the minus seven, and the nine. The nine, actually, when we put it down an octave for playing a scale, will be a two. Then we add the root. Once we do that, we have five tones. We have one, two, three, five, and minus seven. The two, remember, is actually the ninth because it's a second octave tone. So we have one, two, three, five, minus seven. That's our pentatonic scale, which is dominant because of the minus seven and the natural three. Now let's apply this to the guitar. Starting on the low E string, the A at fifth fret, let's play two notes per string and see how the pentatonic dominant lays out on the guitar. Two notes per string. That's the vertical of pentatonic dominant on the guitar, starting with the root tone, or one, in the bass, on the low E string. Here is a simple pattern 
you can use to practice this scale. If you like, you can practice two notes at a time. Since there are five notes in the pentatonic dominant, you have five starting places or positions of playing this scale on the guitar. You should practice all of them. Since we are playing two notes on a string, we will have two vertical columns. Play the front one and the back one in succession for practice. Once you have learned these, go to the other four positions and play the front column and the back column and work your way up the fingerboard. Learning these columns and being able to switch between them will greatly enhance your soloing in almost any style. Now you can take any three successive notes from these columns and build little dominant triads. All of them together will give you an overall feeling of pentatonic ninths. It's pretty easy to take these little triad fragments from the columns and create a cool comping pattern. Once you have a comping pattern and you think it's cool, and it's got a nice contour to it, add a little drum beat, and then sweeten it with another guitar. how adding a sweetening guitar to the original comp creates an overall sound of ninths. Now, if you want, you can play a little solo using the pentatonic scales against this comping. Yeah, that becomes a lot of fun. You know, we haven't put a bass on there yet, so we're going to put a bass, but let's write another section. Let's add a new section to our piece. I want to keep it simple, so we're going to stick with the straight-ahead ninth chords, the four-part chords we started this podcast with. So I'm going to review those for you right now. Here's the four ninth chords. Okay, let's take these basic chords and connect them with connector chords that are based on a melody line or scale-wise line.
Great. Now, what are those connecting cords? Actually, those are simple diminished cords that connect dominant ninth chords beautifully. We don't call them diminished chords at the academy, though. We call them 3 plus 3 plus 3, which is an interval combination that is an equivalent because all of the notes are an equal distance apart. Okay, I think we're ready now. Let's write a little lead line, and then we'll put chords under it. So the lead line, I want to blues it up a little bit. So I'm going to play a lead line, and then we'll harmonize it. That's got a nice little blues feel to it. Let's add harmony. I'll play it nice and slow so you can hear what I'm doing easily. hear those at tempo so we can see what it's going to fit like with our other section. Great. Now you know what it sounds like when it's played at tempo. This was the Paul Reed Smith guitar clean. Hardly any effects. Maybe a little delay run through a matchless Avalon amp. Stereo, so there's a speaker right, speaker left. Let's put the sections together and voice them out with a little power guitar on a couple of lines. Now we'll write another section. By the way, all of this material is available on the musicintervaltheory.academy website or the link that's included at the bottom of this podcast. Now we're going to write this other section, orchestrate it, but use only power guitar for our orchestration. Now, as opposed to the slightly sweetened power guitar, let's orchestrate this last section with all power guitar. This will really show the contrast and power behind this type of writing. So now, we'll start with the first section, guitar solo. Go to the second section, sweetened with power guitar. Then third section, full power.
So this is starting to sound pretty big, pretty full. Remember, we haven't even added a bass yet. We might have to do that in a separate podcast because we're running out of time here. But I want you to hear how ninth chords and even the little connections of diminished chords work so beautifully when you want to harmonize lines. And you just stick to the scale, basically, or the lead line that you come up with. So I want you to remember, I'm a man with a dream, and that dream is to set guitarists free to write for orchestra orchestrate the guitar, write for video games, television, and feature film, and make a great living for yourself through music interval theory application to the guitar. He's a man. He's a man with a dream. Don't understand. Let me paint the scene. He's at the track, strapped in, staring out the windshield. Gloves wrapped around his hands, gripping the steering wheel. He feels the squeeze of the leather seat underneath him. Fumes of gas leaping. Thank you for spending time with me, TC, and Music Interval Theory Academy. This has been a great 15 minutes, and I hope that you got something from it. We'll talk to you soon. See you on the next podcast. All my love to all the guitar players out there. See you next time. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy, your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.